everyone. This is Leslyn Keith, President of the Board of Directors at the Lipedema Project and Director of Research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from an interview with Francesca Spritzler from our Lipedema and Keto Worldwide Summit that was held in 2019. Low-carb nutritionist Francesca Spritzler talks about how she bucked her training as a dietitian and started using low-carb first for herself and then for her inner practice. She shares how it may be difficult and slow going if you have lipedema, but not to give up hope. It was very counter to everything that I learned in school, the way that I've been eating for the past, uh, gosh, I guess it's been about six years now. Yeah, the way that I got into it truly was some lab results that I looked further into when I realized uh, my A1C and another value were elevated beyond what I thought they would they should be. I was following a kind of a low fat, what I thought was a very healthy diet, and uh, didn't have a lot of any health problems. But I did get hungry every few hours. I, I thought that was normal. Every dietitian I knew snacked every couple of hours. I thought that was a normal thing to do. But when I did find out that my blood sugars were actually very unstable, going to high levels after eating and then dropping down shortly afterwards, I started experimenting and found low carb, which as a dietitian, you know, Atkins was like a four-letter word. The Atkins diet was something that you wanted to avoid. It was thought to be dangerous and ineffective. So it took some changes in thought process for me to really come around and accept it. But really for the past, I would say probably about April or so, it will be six years of solid, very low carb eating, and I've never felt better and never wanted to go back to my old ways of eating again. Well, at the time that I discovered this, I was a dietitian working at the VA in California, one of the VA hospitals in diabetes management. I realized (laughs) that if the diet that I was following was making my blood sugars unstable, and I didn't even have diagnosed diabetes, what about the patients that I was counseling who were doing everything they could to manage their diabetes and not seeing very good results, even being on uh, some very powerful drugs, it was difficult to control their blood sugar with these high carb recommendations. So I started recommending lower carb. I couldn't go extremely low carb just because the guidelines we had at the hospital. So I started just recommending, you know, cutting back as much as possible without actually calling it low carb. But, but I realized, you know, within a year or two that, you know, I couldn't follow the way that I eat because the way that I was eating was so much lower in carbs than would be accepted at my hospital. So at that point, I decided to leave and go out on my own and make the type of recommendations I knew would be beneficial to people who wanted to control their blood sugar and insulin, disorders like polycystic ovary disease, and people who just wanted to lose weight because one of the biggest benefits of low-carb eating is that it helps to control hunger levels and insulin levels, which allow you to lose weight more easily. So yeah, it, it completely transformed. In fact, when I started my practice, I decided to call it low-carb dietitian. And so I work only with low-carb diets. That is my, my practice. Anybody who contacts me for other issues, I just refer to other dietitians. But anyone who works with me will be doing a low-carb diet. You know, whether it's ketogenic or not, it really depends on the person, but it will definitely be restricted in carbohydrates. It's really tough. Um, as you know, too, having worked with lots of these patients, 
anybody who has struggled with lifelong weight loss resistance, it just gets harder as the years go on. You know, the number of diets that you've been on in the past will affect how easy it is for you to lose weight, regardless of the type of diet. But I think with a carb-restricted, ketogenic approach, you have a better chance. Now, I haven't worked with too many people with lipedema. I am working with one woman who contacted me a couple of months ago saying that she had this diagnosis and that she had struggled with weight loss issues her entire life. And as we get older and hormonal you know, changes in menopause and also the decrease in metabolism that occurs with reduced muscle mass as we age makes losing weight even harder. But I just tell anybody that I'm working with that is weight loss resistant and has had these struggles that it's important to not give up even if you don't see changes right away. It can take some time. Some people lose very quickly. And I think this is one of the problems as effective as low-carbon ketogenic diets can be. Everyone has a different response to it in terms of how easy it is to lose and how quickly it happens. Men who, you know, maybe on their first or second diet ever tend to, you know, drop carbs and a month later they're down 10, 15 pounds and it's really easy for them. Women who have struggled with lipedema or other weight loss resistant diseases, they find it much more difficult and it can take a while to start losing. And I think it's important not to give up hope and to kind of focus on how are you feeling, you know, overall on this diet? Do you like the foods you're eating? Are you feeling hungry? Is it easier for you to stick to this rather than a calorie-restricted diet that's higher in carbs and tends to cause unstable blood sugar values that make you more likely to give in to hunger? So yeah, it's still a challenge. And I just want people to understand that they shouldn't be comparing their results to what you see online. Because unfortunately, the people that are reporting their results online, like they lost 30 pounds in a couple of months, that's not realistic for most people with lipedema or insulin resistance or even women going through menopause who don't have that, that condition. Thank you, Francesca. That was fantastic to hear about. And it sounds like you have a lot of compassion for your clients. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.